Monday, June 27th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, an old perv takes his shot getting in a teenager's pants. Plus, Grandpa goes to college and annoys the hell out of everyone. A spicy HIV-infused vampire facial and murder over meowness. Today with me, uh, I've got a lot of great stuff to share with you at the top of the program. You heard a little um, Kate Bush cupcake mix. Uh, Got to say thanks to Max over there on YouTube for coming up with that brilliance. Uh, I will provide a link on the show notes today to Max's YouTube channel. Uh, he's only uh, produced two videos, two songs. Uh, the other one is uh, Rihanna featuring Drake and, of course, featuring Cupcake. That word she's saying over and over is come. Come, come, come. All right, I think you guys are all getting a good idea of what Max is up to over there on YouTube. Again, I will provide a link on the show notes today so you can follow him. Guys, I've got a question for you. What makes a great Christian film? And don't say Kirk Cameron or Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, we know you add either of those two leading men with their chiseled good looks, their Christian values, and their off-the-chart talent to your film. It's an, it's an immediate blockbuster. It's box office gold, even though these films tend to not uh, play in the theaters. They go straight to video, which is a damn shame, I must say. Now, I'm talking uh, aside from the actors involved in the film. What makes a great Christian movie? I've watched enough of these things to uh, consider myself an authority on the matter. The big thing about Christian movies is you got to keep it simple, right? If you're a Christian, you have to wear a shirt that says Jesus saves. All Christians make it very clear that they're Christian because it's really the only thing they talk about in these films, right? They're rather one dimensional. As are the antagonists, uh, the villains in the movie. And by villains, I mean normal people. 
If you're not rah-rah God all day, all night, you are a secular monster and you must be defeated. That's the, the purpose of the movie. Today, I share with you one of these amazing pieces of cinema, the 2014 film, Gramps Goes to College. Now, based on the title alone, it's very like Medea saves Halloween. You know what I mean? Like, you think it's a comedy. No, there are no intentional laughs in this movie. All right, I'm going to play it for you. The the whole thing is available on YouTube. I have half a mind to make this a DV shitty night at the movies, but we'll see how it goes. Let me just play some highlights. And we start at the beginning at a gym where grandpa, an old man, like he's got to be 65, 70 years old, is working out with a younger guy, which, you know, I've got questions, but okay, whatever. Grandpa is wearing a t-shirt that uh, does not read Jesus saves. It does read, however, Jesus lives. So now that you're retiring, what are you going to do? Work out and fish all day? Yeah, right. You know, workaholics never retire, Ted. They just switch to something they want to work on instead of something they have to. What exactly do you want to work on? God. Well, now that I don't need need to make a living... I'm free full-time to work on what God wants me to do. I feel led to go back to college. (laughs) College? You already have a degree, don't you? Yeah. I'm not going to go for another degree. Just take some courses. You know, waste everyone's time. So uh, Gramps here says he's going to move down south because that's where his daughter lives, even though they're not on speaking terms. She's busy being a sinner, you know, living that lifestyle. It's the babes, the Southern Bells. Yeah, this was right after Gramps said, I'm going to move down south to be near my daughter. And this guy's like, yeah, yeah, Southern bitches, you're going to fuck, huh? He's like, what? No. You know, those Southern Bells would just be barely older than my grandkids. Hi, Galileo 2333. Oh, someone woke up. You're too old for romance and college athletics. So why would you shell out the big bucks to pay for tuition to return to the classroom? Because I'm going to war. Starting to see why your daughter doesn't want anything to do with you. You know, the majority of those kids don't realize. The majority of their parents don't even realize. Those kids are being brainwashed by liberal, secular humanist professors. I know humanist is supposed to be a bad thing, but it sounds positive. Anyway, Gramps enrolls into college. First day, he's already having some issues. Hello. Hi, can I help you? Oh, I hope so. I'm looking for Hickerson Hall. I thought this was it, but this appears to be a girl's dormitory. Oh, this (laughs) is Hickerson. It's a co-ed dorm. What? Boys and girls living in the same seven-story building? I never! Co-ed? Dorks had it! Everything's ungodly! Yes, that means both for male and female. Yeah, I'm aware of what the word co-ed means. I'm sorry, but uh, Gramps is kind of a dick to this woman. She's just doing her job. Yeah, I'm aware of what the word co-ed means. I'm just a little bit surprised and confused because I expressly asked for a men's dormitory. Oh, well, our male dorms book up rather quickly. And you decided you wanted to go to college this past weekend. So, um, yeah, sorry about that. Is this for your grandson? Excuse me? The room, is it for your grandson? It's for me. 
Honestly, would that be allowed? Could a 70-year-old guy stay in the dorms with a bunch of 18-year-olds? No, we normally only have students under the age of 20 in the dorms. Right. What's your name? Ty Bounds at your service. All right, who do you think this guy's roommate's going to be? A Satanist? A gay? Maybe a Muslim? I can't wait to find out! Are you the janitor? No, why? Why are you in my room? Your room? Well, if you're Brad Hansen, that would make this our room. You're older than my dad. I can't room with you. I want, you know, I want to do stuff. I don't need lectures coming from you. I mean, this poor kid is finally in college away from his parents. And now he has to shack up with Gramps. Why are you going to college? I mean, shouldn't you be hanging around the senior citizen center, playing bingo and bridge and drinking in shirt? I have to prevent kids from learning about dinosaurs. As a matter of fact, uh, the very next scene involves Gramps talking to, a, I don't know, a guidance counselor or something about a uh, biology major. I was wondering, what are the chances of a creationist getting into a graduate program in science here? Are you asking this question out of curiosity, or would this be a personal matter? Well, I believe that God created the universe and everything in it, but I would like to get my master's in biology. I see. Then your chances of being accepted as a graduate student is approximately equivalent to the prospects of a snowball surviving in hell. So, not good then. I don't know if I have to go out of my way to uh, actually say this, but uh, there are plenty of Christians in college majoring in biology. I love this Christian fantasy of how colleges operate. And that assessment has nothing to do with my age? Your age is of no concern to us. Your religion is the problem. Your superstitions yeah, and your <laughs> refusal to accept sound science is. You stole fizzy lifting drink. Oh. Then I suggest you take Biology 100 from Professor Tucker. She'll coax this, this creationism from you. Ooh, he's evil. That's okay. Gramps gets the final word here. Ironically, the word biology means the study of life. Evolutionists leave out the most important thing about life. Pussy juice! No, it's not pussy juice. Evolutionists leave out the most important thing about life. In fact, they teach us more about death than they do life. Oh, no, he did it! He fucking went there! The time has come, freaks. It's the very first class of Biology 100. Let's see how Gramps handles it. Welcome to Biology 100. I give it 30 seconds before she turns pure evil. Out of nowhere, she's going to bring religion into this. Welcome to Biology 101. Biology is the pursuit of the truth. The truth of all living things, unlike the fairy tales you may have been taught in church. Some magical space wizard waving his wand around, creating animals, creating humans. Bullshit! What a weak, pathetic way of thinking! I want you all to look around this classroom. Each and every one of you have descended from... Monkeys! I'm Dr. Tucker, and this is my 25th year teaching this class. You're old, bitch! That's what I'd be yelling if I was taking her class. All the other kids in the classroom would laugh. I would be super popular. Hey, there might be a twist ending to this movie. I just thought of this. 
maybe this woman has a change of heart or like Gramps is able to convince her at the end that God, you know, created all life. And then, uh, you know, she hooks up with Gramps. I'd like to start this semester with a question. Would anyone like to watch Designing Women with me? I bought the box set on DVD. We'll make a whole night of it. Got tons of snacks, wine. It'll be so much fun. And I am going to ask this same question during the last class of the semester, and we'll see the comparison. I would like all of you who believe that God created the universe to suck these nuts. That wasn't even 30 seconds. And life as it is to stand up. Everyone, look at all these weirdo Jesus freaks. Yeah, we always have a number of students who cling to the superstition. Yeah. But by the time you finish my course, almost no one stands to confess this foolishness. The people that would actually pay money to see this movie, they believe this is how college is. I've been to college. I mean, I didn't graduate. The biology class doesn't even bring religion into this at all. They don't even utter the word Jesus because it has nothing to do with biology. It gets worse, though. This movie is insane. Now, I would like to put one student on the spot and... I wonder who she's going to put on the spot. Then we'll begin to learn how life evolved on this planet to where we are today. Mr. Bounds. Oh. Would you care to make a brief statement about how you feel about my question? I just want to remind everyone, this is the first day of school. This is like for freshmen. This is Biology 100. I understand we have a Christian here. Stand up and defend your foolishness. Well, the fool has said in his heart that there is no God. Okay, well, you convinced me. Are you calling me a fool, Mr. Bounds? Uh, seems to me you just called me one a second ago, but no... I'm just merely quoting the Bible. You know, I'll let everyone extrapolate from that to the logical conclusion that follows. You passive-aggressive little piece of shit. Come on, cholera cunt. I know you want to. Jesus will forgive you. He's thinking it. We're all thinking it. Shaping young minds is what I do. It's easier than working with minds that have been filled with a lifetime of superstition, folklore. So far, every authority figure in college has referred to religion as superstition. Guys, this movie is like an hour and 40 minutes long. We're not even 20 minutes in. We don't have time to go through the whole movie. Again, maybe this this might be a great live stream. I don't know. I am going to fast forward to like uh, an hour and three minutes. Guess who's on a date? Grandpa. And he's on a date with the biology professor. I called this one, man. I swear to God, I I didn't watch this beforehand. I didn't know this was in the cards. I mean, I had a hunch. Uh, it appears the date's not going too well. They're kind of um, arguing over religion and evolution and all that stuff. But it's not sexy fighting. It's just really hardcore disagreeing. Although the biology professor is really um, uh, drinking a lot of wine. She's, she's a bit tipsy. Have you ever considered that maybe there really is a heaven and a hell and that people like you are condemning young people to eternal punishment because of your teaching? Have you ever considered just grabbing me and having some fun? This bitch is in heat! I think you've had a little bit too much of that fermented grape juice. Mm, No, no, actually I have had just the right amount. What a fucking dork. Just call it wine. Oh, you're imbibing on that fermented grape juice. I fear it may impair your judgment, m'lady. 
Okay, so if you won't take advantage of me, then I am gonna take advantage of you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I hate to eat and run, but I'm out of here. Thanks what? a lot, for dinner that is. What? You are a faggot. I'm sorry, but it might be true. Who gets that flustered on a date? You had to realize there was a potential for poon. Anyway, that's just a little bit from Gramps Goes to College, a very important work of Christian cinema. Let's turn our attention to a real Gramp. Oh, this guy would have totally banged the biology professor. Uh, this old man approaches two young ladies in a car. I'd love to say hey. Hey. What's your name? Emily. Hi, Emily. And you? Jennifer. Jennifer. Which one of you wants to change my depends? We don't know each other? No. I feel like maybe I've seen you before. Yeah, probably on the local news. Report of a geriatric sex offender on the loose. Tell me your name again. Emily. 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 Would you like to know me better, Emily? <laughs> I have a boyfriend, actually. Your boyfriend doesn't have to know, just like my wife doesn't have to know. Alright, do you want my phone number? I can love your phone number. Emily, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but you're playing with fire here. Abort, Emily, abort! Number? I can love your phone number. Okay. <laughs> I, can I ask you how old you are? 18. 18? Yeah. Oh, perfect! Would you like to hook up with me sometime? Damn, this guy is pretty forward. Well, you know, he is old. He doesn't have time to beat around the bush. 18? Yeah. Would you like to hook up with me sometime? Would you? Honestly. Honestly, come on. I couldn't do that to my boyfriend. You, you don't want to suck this old man cock? I would then, feel bad. Then what's the point of giving, you, giving me your phone number? Now he's getting angry. Now there's two girls in the car. There's Emily and, I don't know, Jessica. If I was Jessica, even though this is like an old gross dude, I would be like, what's wrong with me? Why isn't he hitting on me? I'm not good enough for a fucking 85-year-old man? Man, if I was Jessica, I would be suicidal at this point. The old man's not even uh, turning his attention to Jessica now that the, uh, you know, uh, whole Emily thing has fallen apart. Oh, you got a boyfriend. You wouldn't feel comfortable cheating. All right. What's your name, Jessica? Okay, nice to meet you, Jessica. Bye. <laughs> like, he doesn't even want to attempt to hit on her. Do you have any pretty friends as pretty as you are? There's... There... It's the girl in the car! No. Maybe, but probably no. no. I sure love to hook up with you, Emily. Alright, well, I'm gonna go now. Yeah. That should have happened probably 45 seconds ago. Oh, he's now he now he wants the number. <laughs> Should I take your number? I think it's okay. I think it's okay. Okay. Alright, um, have a good day. You as well, Ben. Uh, your, your name again? Jennifer. 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 Are you disappointed that I didn't ask you to hook up? No, it's okay. You don't want to hook up? The final minute. Like, the girls are getting ready to drive off. He finally turns his attention to Jennifer. He's like, well, I guess she's better than nothing. I guess I'll fuck you, Jennifer. Come on. Are you disappointed that I didn't ask you? No, it's okay. You don't want to I'm 17, so. Oh. oh. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to get in trouble for that again. I learned my lesson. Well, all right. You have a good day. Have a good day. day. <laughs> you got so close to the fucking window. <laughs> that was the creepiest thing. 
It's okay. You're safe now, girls. Not engage with that man again, though. Uh, recently on the podcast, I featured uh, Joe Biden fucking up some words here. Let me close what I've lost. This is a heavy bertation, right? He said, America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in a uh, foot. I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with that word. I'm going to act like this is the Scripps National Spelling Bee and ask you for the language of origin. Maybe that might help. I was going to put him in a foot. foot. Hmm, sounds somewhat Germanic. Now, while I don't have any more heavy bertations from President Biden, I do have some political bloopies here. Uh, first one is from a President Trump rally. Uh, some woman is speaking and thanking Trump for banning abortion and saving babies and all that good stuff. President Trump, on behalf of all the MAGA patriots in America, I want to thank you for the historic victory for white life in the Supreme Court yesterday. <laughs> I don't think she was supposed to say white life. It's hard to tell with these people. Another little gaffe uh, I ran across was uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who's running for governor. God knows where. I don't know what state she's running for. Uh, but this heifer made uh, quite the little slip when she was talking about uh, babies in the womb. We will make sure that when a kid is in the womb, they're as safe as they are in a classroom. Yikes. Sarah hasn't been watching the news for the past couple weeks. Someone needs to tell her about Uvalde. The last clip I have is not really a politician speaking. It uh, happened during a protest in Los Angeles. I'm guessing the protest was over uh, abortion, maybe guns, gas prices, trans rights. I don't know. People are protesting a lot of shit right now. The police force was out trying to gain control of the situation. And that's when this interaction occurred. Don't step any further. Shoot me. Are you going to shoot me from this? I will if you step closer. Oh, you're going to shoot me? Take one more step. Oh, my God. Take one more step. Oh, my God. Fuck you, dude. I should point out the police officer that you hear uh, is about four foot nine, like a healthy toddler size. He's so tiny. And he's in his riot gear, and it's just adorable. Take one more step. Oh, my God. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. You're a little... Hey, watch that cameraman. Watch the cameraman. You're a fucking little man. Little man syndrome. Little man syndrome. Little man syndrome. Little man syndrome. syndrome. Look at you. Look at you. Five foot nothing. Five foot nothing, little man. Little man. I got to be honest with you. The police officer looks like he's going to cry. He's wearing a helmet, and it's like, you know it's the smallest helmet available, and it's still, like, seven sizes too big man, for man, his Napoleon head. Syndrome. Get the, get the, you, you step back. You step back. You step back. The fuck you doing? Put your hands Get back up. Get back. Wow, this protester is uh, pretty mouthy. I like how he says, you choking me? Did you choke me? Get back up. Get back. You fucking choke me? No, he didn't choke you. He probably put his hand up to your neck, but obviously you're not. You're, you you weren't yeah. choked. Choke me? Did you, you just fucking choke me, bro? You choked me, bro? Oh, you you choked me? There's like there's another tiny little police officer. Look at this little guy! Look at this little guy! Get out of here, little guy! Look at the little guy! 
Napoleon Complex! Napoleon, get back on that shit, you little fucking fucker! You're five foot nothing! You get Bro. nothing! You got nothing! You're a Napoleon Complex little man! You're fucking pushing people with guns and shit! You got nothing! You're a fucking scared little man! Scared! You're a fucking punk! You're a punk little man! Guy sounds like someone. Who is it? Hmm. Shut up, Lamed! You're a punk little man! Shut up, Lamed! Scared little man! Shut up, Lamed! You're a Napoleon Complex little man! Shut up, Lamed! Little man! Shut up, Lamed! Little man! Shut up, Lamed! Little man! They didn't ask you anything. They told you to shut up. And that's what I'm saying is, shut up, man. <laughs> All right. It's Peter and Raymond, the next generation. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news right now. If you enjoy Distorted View Daily, please consider signing up for the Sideshow. That is DV's member side, where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I produce brand new Sideshow exclusive episodes, DV, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. That means tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Memberships are very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Remember, if you listen to Distorted View Daily on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can just use your fingers, uh, tap a few taps. You can sign up for Sideshow Access right in those apps. Super easy way to access new Sideshow episodes that way. Again, for more information, check out superfreaksideshow.com and distortedview.com. Finally, before we get into the news, I got to remind you about our Patreon account. It's just another way to help support the show. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Uh, Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And I believe we have some patrons, uh, patron voicemails to play at the end of the show today. Uh, Patreon.com slash Distorted View. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, we got one from the great state of Pennsylvania. A Lansdale woman has been charged with indecent exposure after she was allegedly found walking near Lansdale Borough Hall without any clothes on from the waist down. Those are like the most important clothes to be wearing. Flash and vag is no problem for her, but she's a little self-conscious about her titties. There's either like a stretch mark situation or... Maybe they're like little bee stings, you know, real, real tiny titties. At 2.21 p.m. on June 16th, Lansdale Borough Police were dispatched to the area of One Vine Street for a report of a female walking semi-nude with no clothing from the waist down. Dispatch reported multiple people had called about the woman, and once outside, police reported multiple bystanders pointing towards the female. Oh, they're so helpful. There she is. Like yeah, We know what a naked woman looks like. She sticks out in a crowd. You're really not being that helpful. The woman was ultimately found in the area of Montgomery Avenue and Pellet Street, according to charging documents. The woman was identified from prior police contacts as 35-year-old Gloria Harple. This isn't Gloria's first rodeo with the cops. She's a, a known entity to them. Police said Harple initially stated that she had taken off her pants 
You know, because it's so hot out and sticky. She's just trying to air out her little uh, castanets or her little shucked clams. Now, I, ladies, I, you know, I'm not great with the female anatomy, but when it when it's hot out and it's sweaty down there, can the sweat make your pussy lips stick together? And like when you walk, do they do they stick and then unstick based on the movement? You know, when you're shuffling about. <laughs> I'm just thinking about balls, because balls can stick to your legs sometimes if it's super sweaty. The real problem with this woman is, you know, her story kept changing. Police at Harple initially stated that she took off her pants and threw them down a storm drain. She apparently was not exercising a lot of forethought there. This bitch is all impulse. She later made a, a different statements regarding what happened to her pants, including that snakes had eaten them. And you expected the cops to believe that? That's less pl plausible than just, you know, I threw my pants down a storm drain. All right, so she said snakes ate her pants. The report describes Harple as sweating profusely with constricted pupils. I get what they're saying here. And adds she was making nonsensical outbursts. Harple was taken into custody at 2.30 p.m. In addition to the indecent exposure charge, Harple was also charged with summary counts of public drunkenness and disorderly conduct. She was arraigned later that evening by District Judge Catherine, uh, Catherine McGill, who set bail at $77 cash, indicating a probation or parole detainer had been filed. Harple is currently in custody at the Montgomery County Correctional Facility. She couldn't pay the $77? Oh, that's sad. Her next court appearance is a preliminary hearing on July 13th. I kind of want to follow this story. I mean, I, I have to know what happened to the pants. The real story with the pants. All right, uh, second story we have for you today. This may be an update. I, I can't remember this far back. The initial story was published back in 2021, and it involved uh, vampire facials. The owner of a shuttered spa is now facing dozens of charges after at least two clients were diagnosed with HIV. Yikes. After receiving vampire facials. Maria Ruiz is facing 24 felony counts, ranging from tax evasion to illegal... Okay, that's like the least of her problems now. Tax evasion, that's like, that's a white-collar crime. You're cutting people's faces up and infecting them with HIV. Uh, that, that's a real crime. Ruiz was busted running an illegal medical spa back in 2018. Oh, it wasn't even legit. The attorney general's office began their investigation when uh, two of her clients were diagnosed with HIV after getting vampire facials. We knew we had to shut the business down, said Attorney General Hector Balderas. A vampire facial is a non-surgical facelift where a patient's blood is drawn, then components of the blood are injected back into the face using micro needles. Ruiz did not have the appropriate medical license required to perform these procedures. Do you think she just, like, reused needles? Or was she injecting other people's blood? Congratulations. You've been selected to receive aid. It's not a prize you should want. Both her cosmetology and business licenses had long since expired. The report says Ruiz had a good job at creating the illusion that she was properly trained in the practices, forging numerous certificates and even a fake degree from the University of Phoenix. Here's the thing. If you're going to fake a degree, don't fake University of Phoenix. Come on, you're better than that. At least pretend to be better than that. She deceived many women into trusting her and her facility. As for the update to that story, 
Well, a former owner offering so-called vampire facials has taken a plea deal. Yeah, our girl Maria pleaded guilty to five counts of practicing medicine without a license. Again, she ran that spa in 2018. Uh, Two of her patients came down with a nasty case of HIV. As part of the plea agreement, she faces up to seven and a half years in prison and she will pay restitution to the patients. Other charges like money laundering and tax evasion were dropped. See, I told you those charges were no biggie. You can't just go around infecting people with AIDS. That's the criminal charge that really, you know, makes you look like a monster. Suck it. Get AIDS and die. Hey, not cool. Watch your mouth, young lady. All right, final story we have for you today. This one comes from Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta police are investigating a shooting that has left one woman dead and another in surgery. The reason for the shooting? Too much meowness on a sandwich. Meowness. That's right, murder over mayonnaise. Or a condiment killing. You pick your favorite headline, I guess. All right. Uh, Apparently, the police responded to a Circle K gas station at 74 Northside Drive Southwest to a a person shot call just after 6.30 p.m. When they arrived, they learned that two women had been shot after a dispute about the amount of uh, mayonnaise on a Subway sandwich. It just breaks my heart to know that someone has the audacity to skimp on mayonnaise. No, that's not the quote. It breaks my heart to know that someone has the audacity to point a weapon and shoot someone for as little as too much mayonnaise on a sandwich. True. I mean, you can just scrape some of it off. See, I would prefer too much mayonnaise on a sandwich than uh, too little mayonnaise. You know, if I come home to enjoy my Subway sandwich and there's not enough mayo and I don't have mayo in the fridge, I am fucked. Although you will never find me uh, scraping off uh, mayonnaise. Love the meowness. Uh, All right. That's according to Willie Glenn, mayonnaise and tartar sauce expert. No, uh, Willie Glenn is the co-owner of that subway location uh, in downtown Atlanta. He told Channel 2 News that he wouldn't release the identities of the employees because he's still waiting for family members to be informed, but said both were young women who just started at the location. So they didn't know the proper amount of mayonnaise to put on a sandwich. They're still learning. They're trainees. Uh, Apparently, they started working three weeks ago. They were just model employees, Glenn said. Chief of Police Darren Scheierbaum said arguments are the majority cases of homicide in 2022. I mean, why would you shoot someone you're getting along with? We were laughing and hugging, so naturally I had to shoot him in the face. No, of course. People argue, they get angry, and then they pull out the gun. I mean, what kind of line is that? Yeah, uh, we find that um, a lot of these shootings are the result of um, arguments. People aren't getting along. There's a fight or something, and then that's when the guns come out. All right. An argument leads to someone picking up a weapon and firing that gun, leaving someone dead or someone critically injured, Shirebaum said. Earlier in the day, a road rage incident occurred, and Shirebaum cited that it was also the result of an argument. <laughs> well, yes, of course. A road, yeah, they were fighting after the... Ro- While the victim did not die, she was critically wounded. I'm here to speak to the ridiculous nature of the crime, he said. We need individuals to talk out their disputes, walk away, and do not pick up guns. Also, if your sandwich has a little extra mayo on it, don't kill the person who made your sandwich. Take a bite. You might enjoy the extra mayo. It's a real, it's a tangy treat for your mouth. Give it a shot, but not a gunshot. You know what I'm saying. 
Quote, we can take down drug operations that breed violent crime. We can dismantle gang organizations that breed violent crime. We can stop robbery crews that breed violent crime. We cannot stop someone who is mad because there's too much mayonnaise on their sandwich. That is a real quote from the police chief. Al Robinson is also a co-owner of the Subway restaurant and described the shooting as just too much. Mm, He has a way with words. I am shook. All right. uh, You pull out a gun and shoot someone over a sandwich? My heart just breaks right now. The condition of the victim in surgery is unknown. Police said they're still uh, in the early parts of the investigation. I mean, really, what, what is there to investigate? They're looking through video and interviewing witnesses, and they're still looking for the shooter. Ah, the shooter's on the loose. Please, if you work at a fast food restaurant and someone says light mayo or easy on the mayo, pay extra attention to those requests. Your life could depend on it. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails to get the hell out of here. All right, love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Uh, don't forget about the Discord where all the freaks are hanging out, posting stuff, chatting. It's free. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Why should the distortion end at the podcast? It can continue. Join the Discord and have uh, fun with some uh, like-minded freaks. Oh, I did want to mention, I posted a new video, uh, what, around 6 or 7 p.m. last night. It's not like a clip from the show or a little comedy thing. But a lot of people uh, over the years have asked me about my setup. Um, what I use to record the show, my workflow, and I just happened to be dicking around in the studio, changing some stuff around, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to record and kind of walk you guys through how everything is set up, especially now that I'm doing video and live stream. It's a whole uh, little uh, operation going here. I've got quite the command center. So I went through all of that with you. So if you ever wanted to see what equipment I use and how I record the show, go to our uh, new YouTube channel. Again, there's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. All right, let's check in with a few patrons here. Hey, Tim. Haley's comment calling up to respond to the caller who suggested that Neat is going down the path to become next Chris Chan. Um, I agree. Uh, I've actually referred to him as Neat Chan at least a couple (laughs) of times on on the Discord. Uh, But I would like to add a slight wrinkle. Uh, There's something he's been doing the last couple of days that leads me to think he might be at a branching point between becoming the next Chris Chan or becoming the next Elliot Rogers. Elliot Rod, like the guy who shot up a whole fucking college campus? And the reason I think that is because of his reaction to a woman on a Catholic dating app or dating site who rejected him. And his response has been to post her picture in various places, oh, call her plain Jane, <gasps> uh, refer to her as it. Uh, he, he's, he's getting kind of nasty. He's, He's kind of nudging, nudging into holy fuck the territory of likely to dox and Am I gonna have to stage an intervention. Ask this woman for turning him down. I think I could get through to him. So I think, I, I think the level of bitterness he has at life is going to determine whether he becomes an internet joke on Chris Chan level or goes out and shoots somebody. That is a, a horrifying theory. I would just like to point out that although Chris Chan for most of his life was a joke. Things did turn very dark very quickly with Chris Chan, you know, fucking his mother and everything. 
I mean, I realize that's not as bad, I guess, as a, a school sh- shooting, but um, it's it's not not great. That poor old lady. Look, I don't know what's going on with him. I'm not claiming Mead is turning into anything. This was a listener. His opinions. I will look into these allegations, though. <laughs> Distorted View will investigate the matter. Hey, Tim. This is Brett Ezekiel Aloysius. And hi, this is Johnson Martin Lawrence. And this is Alex the Man. You may know us better as Your Cardboard Heart. Oh, he wanted to call in. the band Your Cardboard Heart, who sang this, the song about abortion. Oh, we just wanted to call in and tell you, we told you so, suckers. You know By what? Way, yeah, you have every right to gloat right about now. So, suckers. By the way, we're big fans of the show. Thank you. Uh, ironically, uh, we're spiking the football and celebrating this weekend with lots of unprotected sex because now we know it has no con- uh, consequences <laughs> that will p- potentially send us to hell. That's right. Uh, enjoy eternity, suffering sinners. Oh, yeah. Well, freaks, I mean, you know me. I am uh, most definitely pro abortion, not pro choice. I actively try to recruit pregnant women. Like, I I preach to them to get an abortion. Even if they don't want it, they're looking forward to their baby. I try to convert them, you know, really want them to think about getting an abortion. So, uh, you know, I'm not happy about the uh, the Supreme Court, you know, the news out of the Supreme Court. I'm uh, definitely with all you lady freaks who are protesting, at least, you know, in spirit. I'm not going to go out and walk. It's like 100 degrees out there right now. It's, I mean, why did the Supreme Court have to come up with this uh, decision or overturning Roe versus Wade in the, the end of June, beginning of July? It's like the hottest fucking time of the year. Expect me to go out and protest? I don't think so. That being said, the Your Cardboard Heart guys are very excited. They're happy about this ruling. Let me play a little bit from their song. favorite Linda Finkel uh, Hall of Famer ever. Even even more so than Linda. I've mentioned this so many times, but I, I have to whenever we play your cardboard. I just love that these teenage kids have no idea really what an abortion is. Like <laughs> she's she's giving birth, right? She's in the hospital to give birth. But then then she decides she's going to have an abortion at the last minute. I don't want it. I can't keep the doctor who's delivering the baby no you know what i'm having some buyer's remorse can you just snap its little neck please honestly at the beginning of the song you're not really sure where the band stands on abortion right by the end though it it becomes pretty crystal clear Goes another murder. Anti-abortion is what we need. And then well, 
Thanks. Anyway, congratulations to your cardboard heart, wherever you boys are. I'm sure you uh, were very excited about the news coming out of the Supreme Court. Let's do one more voicemail here. Hey, Tim. Um, in the uh, discussion about deodorant, I just wanted to advise that if you do choose to use the spray on deodorant, don't put it on your balls. Well, I would never. So I think some people do. Hey, you know what I do use on my balls, though? I I did have this. What is this? Men's, some sort of men's care, uh, like baby powder. But it's not baby powder. I can't remember what it's called. But then I heard, like, some baby powder has asbestos <laughs> in it or something. I don't know if I should be putting this on my balls. But, man, it was making my balls smell real good. In summer. But anyone tasting that later on is going to come up. It was like some sort of men's gold bar. With a waterproof tongue. It's just weird. But anyway, just a tip from the first person's perspective. Love the show. Right. She's saying that it's going to taste all funky-dunky. If a woman licks your balls after you spray that stuff on. Or a guy. So the stuff I was using is Gold Bond Men's Essential Refresh 360 or 360 Refresh. I don't know. But it smelled very good, and I've been uh, powdering my ass and my balls with it. I hope I'm not loading up my urethra with a bunch of asbestos. <laughs> that can't possibly be good. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it all good? Shut up, little man. Little man. Shout out, little man. Little man. Shout out, little man. Little man. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you know what to do. Sign up right now. Superfreaksideshow.com. I leave you now with an awesome version, a cover of uh, Your Cardboard Heart's Abortion by TV listener Danny Boy, one of my favorite songs ever. Uh, we'll see you back tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Newborn child brought into the world to a single mother at the best 17 years old. was a Saturday
another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.